Welcome to the Fantasy Sports Collective podcast. This is your host, Jay Dub. We got our a weekly NFL show, and it is fantasy playoff week one for most leagues. Maybe some people started in week 14 like we used to, but most leagues start this week, and it's going to be fun, 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 or heartbreak, depending on what side of the equation you end up on. Um, I'll get to uh, ideal fantasy lineups or just some some names that I think are going to pop given matchups, momentum, and situation. I'll talk a little bit about NFL MVP, and that's going to be a relatively quick, quick and sweet show for you this week. So, catch you on the flip side. This is America. Don't get you slipping now. Don't get you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. It's playoff time. Hopefully you're not counting on Justin Herbert for your Planet Fantasy Playoff Week 1 matchup, kind of Week 15 games. Brutal, man. I know you've heard me talk about injuries, 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 injuries all season long. They suck. I really do wish we could play without injuries. That would be, that'd be wonderful. But we can't. And I think, actually, I saw a calculation that 16 of the 32 teams have started two or more quarterbacks this year. That's pretty crazy. And I actually did a quick little look at the top teams. You look at the teams with the best records. Start with the NFC number one seed and the AFC number one seed. They both had their quarterback every single week and not any problems. If you look at the three teams in NFC that are 10 and three, all in the mix for the number one seed, it's the Niners with Brock Purdy, the Cowboys with Dak Prescott, and the Philadelphia Eagles with Jalen Hurts. All of those guys have played every single game. So there is some rhyme and reason for the the teams that are successful. They're getting their, their quarterbacks to make it through the season, at least so far. Which is a good segue. Before we get into the kind of top starts for fantasy playoffs, let's talk NFL MVP. So what, one week ago, Brock Purdy was the leader in the clubhouse, the favorite with all the Vegas odds makers. One week later, Dak Prescott in, on national TV beat Philadelphia, who was the team that Brock Purdy had won the week before. Mind you, Brock Purdy's win came on the road. Dak Prescott's came at home. But Dak Prescott is now the favorite. He's plus 160, and Brock, Brock Purdy fell to the, the number one spot to number two, and he's plus 200. Lamar Jackson is third. I won't go deep on this, but my thought is, and my money is on Purdy. And maybe it's as much wishful thinking, but what a story from Mr. Irrelevant to NFL MVP in effectively one year. He was last year's Mr. Irrelevant, came off the bench after multiple quarterback injuries to miraculously get the 49ers on a winning streak, took him to the NFC Championship game. Obviously, we all know what happened in Philly with his arm. He only played effectively one series, but now he comes back and is having an outstanding year. And forget the wishful thinking for a second. If you just look at his stats, He's had a great, great year. Just let me go through this for a second. He's number one in completion percentage at 70.2%. And you'd say, maybe he's dinking and dunking. No, he's actually potentially going to set an all-time record at almost 10 yards per attempt. And his average depth of target is extremely, extremely high as well. So he's almost 10 on average yards per attempt. It's crazy. He's basically two yards or yard and a half ahead of any other player. On total yards, he's third in the league with 3,553, just slightly behind C.J. Stroud and Tua, about 50 yards ahead of Dak Prescott. On TD passes, he's thrown 25. 
Prescott, and he's tied for second. Prescott's number one at 28. Interceptions, he's thrown seven. Prescott's thrown six. But efficiency, like just on success on throws, he's been higher. His quarterback rating is one. Uh, is seven. Uh, QBR, he's 74.7. Prescott, 74.6. And they've played a tough schedule. The strength of the schedule has been, has been tougher. Anyhow. The, the net of it is all the advanced statistics show that that, uh, that Purdy has been outstanding. And by the way, Purdy played head-to-head with Prescott earlier in the season, and the 49ers wiped them clean. It wasn't even – it was not even a game. As those of you who don't remember, who deserves it? I don't know. Look, it's going to come down to this final week. I think the next – got four games left for each of these teams – yeah, I think if the Niners win out, they're the number one seed, and Purdy continues to play well. He's gonna he's gonna get it. Prescott's got a tough sledding ahead. They played Buffalo this week. Got a couple other tough games left, but it's gonna be interesting and it's an exciting finish, no doubt. Okay, on to who are some interesting starts this week? Who are guys that you want in your lineups due to due to situational considerations? One guy I'm going to call out, you might not want in your lineup. Obviously, you're starting this guy if you're at this point in the season. But I I predict he's not going to have the best game, and that's Patrick Mahomes playing at New England. New England has been rock solid on defense. They're, they've got some injury concerns, but I think that's going to be a tough game for Mahomes and the Chiefs. He may sneak out with a couple of touchdown passes and 250, 300 yards, but don't expect a huge kind of game-winning week from him. So temper your enthusiasm there. On the flip side, though, guys that I really like this week in this situation, I actually like Brock Purdy in Arizona. The Niners need to win this game. Got to keep keep the energy up. They're on the road. I could see him having a big game, you know, 350 yards, three-ish touchdowns, and the Niners roll in that game. So he's a guy that I think maybe overperform his situation. The other one I I, I like but I just don't know how it's going to play out is, is Matthew Stafford at home versus Washington when he's been at home and he's had Cooper cup and Puka Nakua together. He's been really, really strong. Washington's defense has started to fade, especially on the passing side. So he's an interesting play. If you're on the fence between a couple different guys, the, the, the main guys though, that you've been playing all year that have been lights out hurts Allen, Lamar Jackson, obviously Dak Prescott, now Purdy, Patrick Mahomes. You gotta you gotta put those guys in, even though I think Mahomes is gonna have a tougher than normal week. I think Josh Allen could have a, a tougher than normal week against Dallas. You just never know though. These are these are really good players and they're gonna they're gonna be they're not matchup dependent, so to speak. But just wanna call those guys out. At running back, at this point, I, I might start looking a different direction on Zach Moss. I know he's on the the downward slope. Jonathan Taylor is looks like he's completely out this week. So if you've got him and you're weighing him versus a couple other guys, I, I might put Zach Moss on the on the on the lamb, put him on your bench. But guys, I definitely do. Alvin Kamara at home, New York Giants. Carr's healthy. He dumps the ball to Kamara a ton. Kamara's starting to run better. Actually, he's had a couple of good weeks putting up putting up numbers there. Christian McCaffrey's a must start, but he could have a really big week. So I like I like him. Derrick Henry against Houston. He's historically had great games against Houston. Tennessee's starting to get a rhythm. I could see Henry having a, a big kind of a game and somebody who actually could could potentially even win you the week. Some guys a little bit further down on the list. 
James Cook. Dallas has got a good defense, but the new the new coordinator since he's taken over Brady has been feeding Cook through the air in particular. Cook's target shares are way up. He's a guy I think could put up some really big numbers in that game in Dallas, particularly through the air, some through the ground game. Those are my calls on running back. So just to reiterate, Kamara, um, Henry, and James Cook. I would be careful with Zach Moss. I think some people have him high, but Pittsburgh, I don't like that game against Pittsburgh. And they've been struggling the last couple of weeks. Moss in particular has gotten a ton of ton of carries, but hasn't hasn't been his his self from earlier in the season. Maybe the clock stroke 12 with him. At receiver. Um, again, you can't sit these top guys, C.D. Lamb, A.J. Brown. Some, some of these guys have just been lights out. But guys I'll call out, I really like. Again, Debo, Debo Samuel, probably Brandon Ayuk, too. I would I would go both those guys at Arizona. I think the Niners could put up some pretty big numbers here. Arizona's going to start getting into fold mode, and and Purdy, Purdy's been pretty lights out. So I'm I'm going, going big on the, the 49ers over at least the 49ers specific over. I don't know about Arizona scoring. I also had Matthew Stafford high. And so I'm going to stick with Puka Nakua as a guy I'd have in my lineups. I'd also have Cooper Cup. I think both those guys could have pretty big weeks. So I'm I'm high on them. And then those are the, the ones I'd call out, I think I'm most excited about. And some of these other, there's some tough matchups like Miami uh, versus the Jets. The Jets defense is still really good and they're, they've got something to play for. They're hot. Um, they are at home, though, but uh, I would have Tyreek a little bit lower, Jalen Waddle a little bit lower because of that. Um, again, you got to start them. They're studs. You can't not stop a cheetah. He could have a big game. He's he definitely matchup uh, independent, so to speak, but I like both those guys, so I would start them. Tight end, this is a little bit unique. I think, obviously, you're starting Kelsey. You got him. You're starting Hawkinson. Kittle, I would go with him in Arizona. I think I think they're going to put up big points, as I've said many times already. So I'd go with him. Evan Ingram has been very hot the last two weeks. Tons of targets. I worry a little bit versus Baltimore. Baltimore's defense is they've got something to play for. This is a big game, but I, I think if you've got him, uh, unless you you're batching him with the against a, a Kittle or a Hawkinson or someone even Jake Ferguson, I probably would I would have him in your lineup. Trey McBride's been really hot, especially since Kyler Murray came back. He's the go-to guy there. They're playing San Francisco, though, and San Francisco's got really good defense, especially those linebackers covering covering guys. But he's a sneaky play as well. I would not play Dalton, Dallas Godert or Dalton Kincaid. Both those guys, Godert coming off injury, and Kincaid, ever since Knox came back, he's just not getting the, the, the targets. So those are two guys I might look to sit. One surprise name showed up this past week and looked good is Kyle Pitts. I'm not counting on him, but if you need some high upside play because you're in some kind of cage match situation or you're playing someone with a, t- a ton of points and you got this guy on your bench, Atlanta's playing Carolina. I might I might look to, to play him. I could also see Bijan, by the way. He's high in the rankings and you're obviously starting him, but I could see that being a, a high-scoring game and I could see Pitts having a, a breakout game. But Again, I've thought Pitts is going to break out for three straight years. So what do I know? And then at kicker, who are guys I think that could be interesting? I'd probably maybe a Tyler Bass, Justin Tucker against Jacksonville, Jason Myers versus Philly. These are all guys that are going to play in, I think, more difficult 
games. It could end up into a place kicking game. And so I, I like those guys as potential big scorers, maybe even Jake Moody, although I, I, I'm predicting the Niners will, will capitalize and score on a bunch of their plays. He's ranked high this week, but I, I think they could they could put up a lot of touchdowns and therefore limit his ability to put up big, big weekly stats. So on that note, I wish everybody an awesome week and I hope everybody wins their games. I know everyone can win, but enjoy the moment. It's a great day and week to be alive. Week 15, the NFL season. Let's go have some fun. On that note, take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Before we leave, let me tell you a little something. Uptown, funk you up. Uptown, funk you up. Uptown, funk you up. Uptown, funk you up. I said uptown, funk you up.